0: My friends, the Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and the other disciple the one whom Jesus loved, and said to them, they have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. Then Peter and the other disciple set out and went to the tomb. The two were running together, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent down to look in and saw the linen wrappings lying there for as yet they did not understand the scripture that he must rise from the dead. Then the disciples returned to their homes, but Mary Magdalene stood weeping outside the tomb. As she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb. And she saw two angels in white sitting where the body of Jesus had been lying one at the head and the other at the feet. They said to her, woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, they have taken away my Lord and I do not know where they have laid him. When she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you looking for? Supposing him to be the gardener, she said to him, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord. And she told them that he had said these things to her. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. There is a Jewish tradition that tells of a rabbi who gathered his students together very early in the morning while it was still dark, and he asked them this question, how can you tell when the night has ended and the day has begun? One student answered, maybe it's when you can see an animal and you can distinguish if it's a sheep or a dog. No, said the rabbi. A second student answered, maybe it's when you are looking at a tree in the distance and you can tell whether it's a fig tree or a peach tree. No, said the rabbi. And after a few more guesses, the students demanded the answer. The rabbi replied, it is when you look on the face of any woman or man and see that she is your sister and he is your brother, if you cannot do this, no matter what time it is, it is still night. amen Amen. well not convinced yet (laughs) in st john's account the easter story begins very early in the morning on the first day of the week while it is still dark in one of his letters st john insists the darkness is passing away and the true light is already shining but this is strictly on one condition, he spells out clearly. Whoever loves his brothers and sisters, John says, lives in the light. On the other hand, whoever prefers hate is in the darkness. Amen? Amen. Okay. Now, just a couple of days ago, As we remembered the sufferings and death of the most perfect, magnificent human being the world has ever known, we came face to face with the dark side of human nature, the darkness that led the enemies of Jesus to torture, humiliate, and finally kill him on the cross. On that black day in Jerusalem, the capacity of human beings to hate, hurt, and harm one another went completely out of control. So it is no wonder that the darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon, that the sun's light failed, and that the curtain of the temple was torn into two. Between light and darkness, between good and evil, one mighty struggle continues to go on. It's going on now more than ever. It's going on in the physical cosmos. It's in our human societies, and it's within our own personalities. Although the darkness often appears to be stronger than the light, it has not yet triumphed. The light is remarkably resilient. Often in danger of being extinguished, it manages to survive and even to win many victories. The words of Mahatma Gandhi, who was the father of modern India, still ring true today as they were spoken over 70 years ago. He said, when I despair, I remember that all through history the way of truth and love has always won. There have been tyrants and murderers and for a time they, seem, they can seem invincible, but in the end they always fall. Amen? Amen. The words of this Easter, and even of the Easter vigil last night, expresses the same truth in an equally appealing way. In the Exalted, it says that the power of this holy night, this Easter night, it proclaims, dispels all evil, washes guilt away, restores lost innocence, brings mourners joy. It casts out hatred, brings peace, and humbles earthly pride. Our celebration of Easter, it reminds us even now, in the year 2022, that darkness and evil and hatred will never have the last word, never. For the resurrection of Jesus proclaims the ultimate triumph of light over darkness and goodness over evil, both in us and in this world. Amen? Amen. Jesus was buried at sunset. As darkness once again creeping over the earth, to all appearances, he was a victim and a failure. Yet, on that third day afterwards, the sun came up on him, victorious and triumphant, alive, powerful, and influential. Once again, the true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. So we celebrate his resurrection today and every day by his rising from darkness and death ourselves. Those moments of darkness, failure, and whatever we go through, we will rise again. The risen Lord himself, represented here in that beautiful Easter candle burning in our midst, is asking us to leave behind the works of darkness, to renounce and reject anything and everything in our lives which is dark, sinister, and evil. And as persons connected to him by baptism, to walk always as children of the light, following in his footsteps. That's what we learn from. He is the light. He is the one that will carry us through any darkness and beyond. So now we're going to be invited to renew our baptismal promises, to reject darkness, evil, and sin in every way, shape, and form and promise to follow Jesus, Jesus Christ, from now on in a life of light, goodness, and love, no matter what that world out there produces. And it's shaped by his powerful example, a life supported and guided by the Holy Spirit whom he first gave us at baptism, and whom he's gonna give us again right now. So together, my dear friend, the dear people of God, we now wanna renew our baptismal promises. And I wanna encourage you, really encourage you, renew them loudly, clearly, joyfully, and enthusiastically as we possibly can. We want our Lord to know, and we want this world to know, we aren't going away. We are going to be reflections of the light of the world. We will be a reflection of Jesus Christ. Amen.